0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki And this is Jensen Ackles And you're listening to Winchester Radio
0: Hi everyone, I'm sorry about that Hello, (laughs) welcome to Winchester Radio Uh,
1: Tonight we're going to be talking about Episode 5 of Season 15 Titled Proverbs 17.3 Of course from the Bible uh, written by Steve Yaki and directed by Richard Spate Jr. This is apparently the last episode that Steve Yaki wrote for Supernatural. Um, I don't think it's the last episode Richard Spate's directing for Supernatural, however, <laughs> he might have one more this year. Um, he's a weird director. It's, That was one of the weird things about this episode for me was his directing. I kept thinking we were cutting to commercial, and we weren't. (laughs) It was probably also something to do with editing. But this whole episode was sort of disjointed to me. I mean, it started out as one thing, and even Sam says it, this case seems pretty easy and they are right it seemed pretty fast and pretty easy of course we find out why because the whole thing was another Chuck deal and had a, a surprise return at least to me I was not expecting Willis <laughs> I, thought, I thought something was a little strange about Ashley and I thought it was strange that she had survived when everybody else didn't even despite the fact that supposedly Josh let her go Um, but yeah, that was, um, it was just sort of weird and disjointed. And then I thought it improved a lot once we found out that was Willis and her telling the tale of Chuck and why she was there and the fights and the going through for the gun and all that sort of thing. I thought it was the second half of the episode was much better, um, I'm a little bit confused. I know, or maybe not, uh, Lilith took over Ashley as her vessel because apparently she had the best hair out of the three girls. <laughs> and But this is supposedly a Chuck story. Did he just take advantage of the Werewolf brothers, Andy and Josh, and use that? Did he write them? Did he conjure them? I was kind of confused about that. I was, co- yeah, I was
0: super confused on the same thing.
1: Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure that out. And
0: I guess Chuck brought Lilith back from the empty, not that she wanted to be, and also she said something weird. She said, "Yeah, I was supposed to get." rescued then
1: seduced Dean was it seduced Dean just to get the gun but then what did she say the whole werewolf brother thing happened or that did happen I'm sorry it's just, it just slipped my mind whether she was supposed to yeah, I'm I, just right. she had them she got go ahead
0: the were, I think the werewolf brothers were part of the, Chuck's plan that entire time how I guess you know I'm guessing that because he's God and he writes everybody's destiny or whatever, you know, that was theirs and he wanted, you know, some way how the same way he wants Sam and Dean to kill each other, it was this, you know, same plan for the werewolf brothers and he just wanted he just did it to make he just worked it out to make sure
1: Sam and Dean were there to see it. but does not that isn't that doesn't, that doesn't right. work and I know that so the, the werewolf brothers didn't kill the did Chuck's whole thing is he wants one brother to kill the other one and the other one to survive. Evil. That's not what this the brother werewolf brothers did though. First of all, okay. in every AU we've seen, the like dark side brother kills the good side brother. Mm-hmm. But then also, there's just so in the with the werewolf brothers. He, good side brother killed, the dark side brother which flipped, and then he killed himself, which is not part of any of Chuck's plans or any of the visions that Sam has gotten. So it doesn't, it doesn't match up in that case either. I, do, literally this episode, I, I watched, I've watched it three times, and the more I watch it, the more, the less sense it makes. Oh, and it's not yeah. just me. I No, No, definitely not. (laughs) The entire air-quote plot makes no sense because at no point can you figure out when they realized, if they ever actually realized it was Lilith before it was Lilith, but they had to have realized something was wrong with, with Ashley prior to them getting to the cabin because why does Dean take her to the motel room? But then... Because Sam already has a a devil's trap bullet or are they putting devil's traps on all the bullets? But he still like at what point? And then if Dean thought that they were free, why are they driving around with the God gun? And why is it in the glove compartment and not the protected trunk? But also if you I, I don't understand.
0: Like, yeah, I don't None know why the, the gun in the glove
1: compartment. Sense. Yeah, literally a none idea, of it makes even if it's any a actual sense. Yeah. So, like, also, at what point are you are you telling me again that, like, Chuck is controlling the story, but Sam and Dean keep deviating the story, or did Lilith deviate the story? Did all three of them deviate Chuck's story? And if they're deviating the story, why is Chuck letting them if he's throwing such a tantrum about the deviations of the story? Yeah, so... You think when Sam and Dean
0: found out about Lilith? Well, didn't Dean bring Lilith back? No. no yes, I Lilith. Don't asked, know what but he, he thought did. it was
1: Ashley. But they thought. But they brought. It was, Ashley called Dean, and and obviously was scared or whatever. So that's when they bring her to the motel room, right? Yeah. But he didn't know yeah. anything yeah, was they, weird about her at that point. They did not know, know that she right. was Lilith. They is from. They
0: didn't know she was Lilith until she.
1: Did not know eyes weird no, about. on the on the antlers. No, my point is, my point is, is once we get the yes. Lilith reveal, it yes. seems like the boys already had a plan in place. They thought something was wrong with her as a like an entity, whether they thought she was Lilith or a demon or an angel or whatever, they seem to have already had a plan. I or didn't they get did that. Did not have a plan, and he just took her to the motel room and was going to try to figure it out. And Sam just happens to have. Devil's trap bullets at all times. I, I, well, I genuinely don't sorry. understand. Are you talking about the, sec- the second time when when Sam gets clocked on the head again, and Dean says the gun's back at the motel room, and that's when he takes her, and then Sam follows, yes. and he's got a gun with with a, a, a devil's trap bullet. So right. right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but. Well, what I'm saying is Sam there's, wakes up there's, and there's finds them field. both gone, right? So Sam doesn't know anything is bad, but he knows Dean wouldn't leave him behind because and he, cause he wakes up and the girl and, and Ashley's gone and Dean's gone. So he's got to figure something's wrong, right? So he follows in the brother's I don't truck. he does not know. That's my know I why. don't know. Like, it's not clear. It's not clear in the narrative. By, directing, okay, by, by script or directing, it's not clear whether the boys knew something was wrong with Ashley prior to them going to rescue her, or did Sam figure out, like, do they just, ha- like, how does Sam know where to go? How to, Like, how? It makes it look like the boys already planned for this, except they couldn't have, but the way the direction okay. and the editing are set up, it looks like they had this plan to lure Millis back to the motel room to shoot her in the head with a devil's trap bullet. It, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, I didn't get
0: that at all. I didn't think that. I I didn't think the No, I'm that saying. They had I'm saying you can't tell
1: which one. Okay, you can't, for you can't me, did we say definitively which one? You can head yourself, but the narrative does not explain properly what it is. I I think it did. It's just it was sloppily.
0: It was just done sloppy. I I don't think we were supposed to think they ever had a plan. Um I I I think that, you know, Dean, you know, of course took it back to the hotel. Sam just, you know, figured that would be where they would go. And so um because and once Sam got there he so he got a he demon, got a, a demon trap bullet out of the Impala and put it in his gun.
1: Okay, but again your head not know it.
0: she's bad. At that point he, Sam doesn't know Yeah he who does. Who she yeah, is. He, does. And why. Yes, he, does. he
1: knows she's uh-huh. he, knows. he
0: knows she's bad. Mm-hmm. At the cabin he, knows he she, she
1: told him. Before yeah. she knocked Sam out, okay. she, she revealed herself as Willis. But that's not my point. Right, right. My oh, point is, okay, my point is, is that narratively, like, okay, so say that's what, that's, 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 that's what happened. Okay, then why did Dean take her to the motel room where he literally put his back against the wall in front of her, like, to her? But he took uh, her to I an think, enclosed area.
0: I think he did – the only thing he knew at the time to protect Sam – was to make her think that he was taking her to where the gun was, and then once he got he to where once he delivers the gun, he got well, to once he the gun, gun. Then she's going to kill got, him. Like, Yeah, but it's away wait. from Sam. He's
1: but then she's going to go back after Sam. So what does it matter? He left Sam alone. This,
0: okay, but Sam. He knows Sam is smart. I thought he and just that Sam, to get
1: her away from Sam. I think he just wanted her away from. Sam.
0: That yes. was it. Just I get her away he from Sam. Know. I don't at think he's... at
1: that point Dean doesn't even know if Sam's going to wake up like natural or not. He, he just had to get away from him. That's what that was my thought. Yeah. Just get her away, and I'll and he'll figure yes. it out as he goes. But he, like, you see him roll exactly. over him and get up I and mean, go. Wait, wait, that's wait, wait, wait. Fine. I'm just not I mean, saying. I'm not saying. Like, okay, I don't think that that was well. I don't think that. I don't think anything in the editing, directing, and storytelling can tell me as a viewer that you are definitively correct, and that's the problem. You are Mm -hmm. having to fill in too many what-ifs, and you are having to fill in too many gaps as a viewer that you can't say are real. Like, you never see Sam go into the trunk. So by saying he went into the trunk and got a devil's no. trap bullet, you're, you're, you're filling that in. Storytelling-wise, there should have been, if that's the case, if that's the case, then there should have been a moment where Sam walks up to the Impala that he didn't drive because Dean and Lilith drove it and gets something out of the And you trunk. can't
0: open the trunk without a key. <laughs>
1: Well, that's exactly. exactly. probably carries so a set set of to sets anyway. You to pause. But well, Sam carries some policies with him, which he might. But you've never told me that he does that. Mm-hmm. So it's really, and it's it's the editing, the directing, and it's the script. At the end of the day, this script makes no sense. Dean's scene in the hospital with Ashley—that's a Sam scene. This is oh, that's every not, okay. Almost yeah, I. Every scene we get with 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 Dean and Ashley. Should have been Sam and Ashley. The episode, the went, scene in the yeah. hospital, the, the, the seduction. I 100% um, all agree of that with should you. Have been, should have been Sam. The reason it wasn't Sam is they needed to have the moment of being saying, Don't touch him. They created an entire false, out of character narrative for one in character moment. It's so weird. The only time Dean is in character is when he says, don't touch him. Uh,
0: where where I, you know, I I can see your point on the um, whole made them having a plan or not thing, Where, but I, I don't agree with it. But I 100% agree with you on this. Because that whole hospital scene, I was like, what in the hell is this? This is not Dean Winchester. First of all, he doesn't tell people, hey, we killed, you know. He doesn't tell a scared girl, yeah, there are monsters out there. You know, he doesn't do that. And just last week, was it last week? Week? I think it was last week, week before, they had a thing, a whole conversation about how we kill these people, we kill the monsters so people don't know that they exist. We kill the monsters so people can live their lives and be happy without knowing any of this exists. Did that not happen just last week? I think it was. And then yet this week, here, Dean is telling
1: the girl, Yeah, monsters exist. Yeah, my brother and I kill them. Is there? I mean, which, I'll be honest, that part, that specific part of it didn't bother me. Because they almost always have to admit to the victim, like, No, what mm-hmm. you yeah, thought
0: was. Just, but that was just one part I did not like about That's that. Okay. that That's the only part about him being the- all soft, him being all soft and gentle and all this about her. He, but, but Dean never is that way with the victims. You know, he doesn't sit and hold their hands in the hospital. You know, no, he, and he, it was very it was very purposeful
1: because we get the specific shot of him holding her hands. hand. Uh-huh. I don't know if they were trying to set us up to believe that this seduction was working, but it didn't feel seductive. It felt fatherly, uncle-y, like it didn't feel yeah. like, it didn't feel there was no, and it, it wasn't even like, oh, you can't say like, oh, well, it's because the actors didn't have chemistry. No, that's actually not the problem with it. It's that it just felt like it felt like like Jared was like, you know what? I I'm not feeling well today. Can Jensen go ahead and do my scene? It's fine, no big deal. That's literally how it felt. Yeah, it was even down to the way Jensen acted. It, it felt like he was being Sam.
0: Yeah, it, that whole entire scene was just super awkward to me.
1: And I can't figure out why he's so. Like, there's just the moment where she's breaking down crying and he sits in the window. Like, I can't figure out why this particular character was affecting Dean so much. When, mm-hmm.
0: Me neither. Like,
1: it does. It didn't. It not, nothing about this script made sense. And you can. Okay, so then you can argue, like, okay. It was Chuck pulling the strings on this story. But at what point is it Chuck and at what point is it Sam and Dean controlling their own narrative?
0: I could not tell where Chuck came in and out of this story. Like
1: like did he Lilith took over Ashley? But again we talk where were the brothers the werewolf brothers real? Did he just take advantage? Was he gonna use? Lilith? Did he write the whole story? I, I'm, I'm not clear. And I'm, I'm not clear. Yeah, um, I agree. Like, how they he, came Did in. he, did he plant them there? Did he create them? Did he? So then, and then my other thing is, is okay, let's say that he took advantage of an existing thing, like these two brothers were werewolves, pure blood werewolves, living off the grid. And Yaki and, and, and Dad said, okay, we're going to off what Jensen said at this convention and we're going to subvert it. Okay, fine. You guys did that and you, have, you, you make yourself Chuck to subvert, subvert that. I hate the meta you're, you're pulling with this season, but okay, I accept that. Okay, so then you're going to tell me, like, at what point was Ashley Lilith? From what they're t- implying, from the very beginning of the episode, she's already Lilith. Okay, right. So then, when werewolf cuts her cheek, I feel like you have to give me some justification why a pure blood werewolf didn't realize that he was that Lilith was an ancient being. Like I feel like you have to you have to give me that moment because it's really bizarre to me if you don't tell me. Yes, but like. I, yeah, he don't. He didn't recognize. Like, why did he her leave not her alive? To say like, especially if they're going to give me pure blood werewolves,
0: and and why did they? Because and, and, I wondered, like, why why did he leave her alive? And he says, if you promise not to tell, how does he know she's
1: not going to tell? Right. And so what? I, was, what was I, and, like and, if, and and if I'm like, he had the, the good, good like, brother to her, go. with her And what was up with her? that she survived when nobody else did. Why her? I said there's got to be something up with her. Okay, so so the narrative is is, is that she survived because the good monster brother was the one who went after her. So you're led to believe that coincidentally, the good pure-blood werewolf monster brother happened to be chasing the Lilith vessel girl so what would what would Chuck or Chuck or Lilith done if the werewolf brother hadn't just been like, no, I don't kill humans and let her go? If he had actually tried to kill Lilith, was Lilith supposed to kill him? But then that would have messed up the brother story that was supposed to show them a lesson. Except it doesn't show them a lesson because it's not the they didn't follow the same structure that Chuck is setting up anyway. And, again, it's predicated that Chuck's manipulating everything, but we don't know if he is or not because are they real brothers? Well, if they are, then how did they follow the plan that Chuck and Lilith wanted them to? I I think that, like, personally, I think that the werewolf brothers were real brothers. I think that we're supposed to believe that Chuck manipulated this situation to get to the Winchesters to see these two werewolf brothers and to see themselves in them because I mean, could that, am- those animals have hit any harder. And my problem is, is that the, <laughs> the bones of what you're giving me are good. And it's what I want. Like, yes, give me the two isolated brothers living in the woods off the grid and, and don't need nobody else. I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm fine with it. And frankly, the little heart cut can... out of
0: the shutters on the cabin.
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Um,
0: oh, I did. Yeah. I did. I was like, what? Okay. There's little heart cut did. out of the blue shutters
1: on the cabin. <laughs> yeah, And, like, you're going to give me these two, like, a twisted version of Codependent Brothers. Okay. I'm never yep. going to complain about that. I'm not going to complain about Codependent that being. I'm not going to complain about codependent siblings in any piece of media I I watch because that's something that I enjoy. I don't know if it's because I'm an only child and I don't have that, that like I seek it out subconsciously. I don't know, but if you give me anything sibling related where siblings will go to the end of the earth for each other, I am there. It does not have to be Sam and Dean. It's just something I enjoy. Period. So. Okay. I love brothers, and I love brothers
0: right. in arms, too.
1: Like, like it has yeah. to be, like, a brother thing, brothers in arms, like soldiers or or cops or whatever. they got to have I mean, that, that brother, too. I, I, I get that. Like, do you know, anything leave, for the I, other, I codependent, you name it. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if any, like, how many people watch Hemlock Grove, but, like, that's what really got me about Hemlock Grove. Like, they're not siblings, but it is that. Codependency, brothers in arms, kind of thing. Like they're not even the same species, technically. Or I mean, not even. Te- I'm gonna spoil the hell out of *Sunlight Grove*. It doesn't matter. The point is, if you want to give me that, give me that, and I'm here for it. But I need you to be clear in your storytelling. And when I say storytelling, that's the overall directing, editing, and the script. All of that is storytelling. Every single piece of that is the storytelling. And I mm-hmm. feel like each part of those. Like I would love to see what's on the cutting room floor for this episode. Because well, I, you know, one thing that's on the cutting room floor, it's not a big thing, but it would have been cool, but I understand. We we didn't see um, Jensen jump off the top level of the bunker yeah. right after Jared did. We didn't see that. Which weird because why are we getting all? like the, yeah, I don't understand why you're going to give me a, well, I mean, it goes to show that the provost the promo skills that they get are not from a final cut of an episode. I mean, we know that, but there was a that's a there was a one.
0: promo of Jensen jumping off. I just saw the one, yeah, of
1: and it's a really cool jump. It's it, it's a really cool, like it's one of those, like, yeah, almost like uh, villain like drop down kind of jumps. Mm, was it one I, of the I, ones the the only that I posted I can, on the website? The only reason <laughs> Cause I think no, I think mm-hmm. part of a, a, I think it was. I think it was think part of a, set, a set that came out, but they cut it out of the episode. Period, and then it got released at some point. I I look at so much that like um, sometimes I don't know what links from what. But the point is, well, is that we know that. Send one. it to but me I, I send it to me because I want to see it. I don't think that. Um, be, I mean, a half a second jump. The episode didn't run a half a second over. So I really feel like this episode. Had to have run over, and I think I feel like what was edited was the wrong thing. because I just don't think it tells a coherent, mm-hmm. a coherent story. But that's not, it's not even that; it's not coherent. It's also just like, again, if if you have to fill in so much to make it work, then it didn't work. So I go back to, okay, but, so you want to tell me all this, but they're still driving around with the gun in the glove compartment. Why? You've given me no reason why because all you've given me is that Dean genuinely felt that, that God was gone. He genuinely thought this. You've been telling me this for episodes now, that Dean legitimately thought that he, they were free of God pulling their strings. So why are you driving around with the gun in the glove compartment? Well, the, you're well, not telling me anything in the storytelling that tells me why they're doing that. Well, in the um, first
0: episode of this season, after the whole um, cemetery thing, when they go and get in the car, and um, Belfagore is in the back seat, and Dean tells him to. Dean tells Castiel says Belfagor and Castiel won't stay with him. Castiel leaves. Um, you, they show Dean specifically putting the God gun in the um, glove compartment. So I guess they just left it there, you
1: know, since then and haven't done but a thing. But why?
0: Exactly. So, so, okay. That's, that's what I'm wondering.
1: Storytelling. Go back to the storytelling. Like, okay, if you want to say that they put it in the glove compartment and completely forgot about it, who cares because we don't need it? First of all. That's not the Winchester's. But put that put us that aside. Lilith specifically gives dialogue that makes it seem like the reason it's in the glove compartment is it's is to keep it as close to them as possible in case they need it. Excuse <coughs> me. But prior to encountering Lilith, they didn't know that they would need it.
0: Well, I guess, you know, because the God Gun, I think, is supposed to be like even better than the Colt. Because the Colt could kill everything except for so, like a hand. why is it things. in the
1: glove compartment and not on you? If and you can kill anything with or, it, or why isn't it on? Or you? if it's that valuable, why isn't it locked up in the trunk with the other well,
0: weapons? I can the, see them the keeping it is, with them. But the thing
1: is, the glove compartment doesn't even locked.
0: I don't think they would. They, they should have kept it with them because as we know, if you shoot so, something with it, what you do to the thing you're shooting happens to you. So I think that should have been right. locked up in a very safe place. Exactly. Yeah, no. And not, it yeah, so uh, I'm 100%. Yeah, certainly not in
1: the glove compartment where anybody so you really can get it. I mean, I'll give you a proper box in the trunk. Right. You have a, you have a weapon that is legitimately a last resort weapon. It's a last resort right. weapon in the glove compartment. Which means that you don't like, okay, so fine. You're going to you're, you're saying like, okay, if we really need it on a hunt, we, we're taking it. But you didn't. You left it in the glove compartment. Hmm. Okay. And why take it don't on this it. hunt? So you don't need it. The they thought it was horrible part of it. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> no sense so, at all. Um I I have a really big problem with the storytelling of this episode. A really big problem because I just don't mm-hmm. feel like I feel like they they needed to prove points and didn't know how to get there. So they needed to they needed to show their list and they didn't know how to get there. Because also Mm. At what point is Dean Winchester still getting seduced or seducing 22-year-old college graduates? He's not. Yeah, that was weird. So, that, like, that, yeah. and, no. Yes, no. Dean's going Dean to, like, flirt and still, but you should have given me someone that's in the 35 to 40 age range because that's what Dean goes for now. Dean stays age appropriate and always has. Dean has never been a pervy uncle kind of, kind of dude. He is very respectful of women and very age-appropriate. So then you stick this mm -hmm. 22-year-old that's supposed to be seducing him, but also at no point does she actually do that. Well, I don't think she actually Mm -hmm. was. I think that was just
0: her teasing, her little humor. I don't think she actually was seducing him. I feel like she was
1: genuinely laying out the plan. I thought she said she was going to seduce him. She right, Ashley yeah, she says does. as if Ashley was going to seduce Dean, and she goes, "Well, that's she was, that thing not happen." But you know, so but yeah, she does say I that. Don't, and I don't goes, think so. Again, gives I'm like, "No." <laughs>
0: again, I think that was that's her humor because she's like oh that's not going to happen oh okay you know I, I, I don't think it was just no, but a humor thing that was the way I had had you know that was the way it appeared it again
1: to me. and there's nothing but, in that. but I have to say
0: she's Dean, being has, Dean has East pervy um he um remember back Truman High home of the bombers you know he was guess which cheerleaders legal you know he was still you know, he's always kind of been that way. You know, I, but I'm saying that was kind of that way, but that was that was a while back. You know, that was what, fifth season? Yeah, that was and 10
1: years ago where Dean was 30.
0: Exactly. There's exactly. But I'm, just 30 saying, 40. I, but I'm just saying, he, you know, he kind of has been that way, but I didn't get that deal. I did not get that vibe from him at all. I did not see him liking her sexually at all. It was more, like you said, in a daughterly way, um, you know, make, you know, thinking of her as a daughter, a sister, uh, an uncle, you know, that kind of way. I did not get any sexual vibes from him and her at all. And I don't think, I honestly don't think she meant it that way. And when she said the seducing thing there, I think it was just in joking when she said it kind of sexual there. I, that's the way I personally took it, um, but there's also a different way you can seduce people. She could have been seducing him as a, in a daughterly, you know, way, trying to make him want to protect I'm her, and care immediately of her thank
1: you and not let you finish that sentence. What? Oh, oh, I was done. Thank Don't
0: do that. Don't no. Do that. I, 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 no, I wasn't talking about sex at all. I she was trying to make him like want to protect her and that's what she did.
1: That's not seduction though.
0: But there is I'm using the word in it you're making things you're you're making things dirty and that's not what I'm saying. I thought, you I, mean I, she wanted to she wanted to manipulate him and not exactly. seduce him. Into exactly. She was using the word seducing. is a instead different. Of, <laughs> but she was using the word seducing meaning in that way is the way I took it. Manipulating, seducing. Sedu- seduction is a form of manipulation and that's the way that's I
1: took it. Don't disagree that yes. you can seduce somebody through manipulation, but I disagree that you would use those words interchangeably in this context because I also don't think that, like, here's the thing about being 40 and 22. You're not really, like, you can barely say father-like because that means, like, okay, if you were a teen father. So it's really not age-appropriate either way. Like, it doesn't really drive well, either way. I
0: said father, I said I said fatherly, sisterly, as an uncle, I, I, you know, I was, it, I was just meaning a person who would protect I, her, look out for her, take care of her. The same way Dean felt about Charlie. You know, I, I'm
1: giving it that kind of vibe. Okay, but then you have to admit that the vibe that they was attempting between, like, it's not the same, though. No. It's it, not. See, the
0: vibe, here's, here's, here's the difference. When she was pretending to be Ashley, it was all fatherly, protectorly, brotherly, you know, protection vibe. Then she, when she showed herself as Lilith, that's when she started with the sexiness. That's where you, you I think, where we're getting the separation here.
1: I mean, I'm not getting a separation. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. like, I respect your point of view. I just don't agree with it at all. I think when she said I was supposed to seduce Dean, I think that's really what she meant because we get that. Dean makes a weird face at her like, oh, is that what we were doing? Almost like he didn't yeah. get that that's what she was doing. But exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. But right I, there, you got it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not the same thing you're saying. I'm saying he didn't see it that way, but she was going for that. You're saying she wasn't going for that. No.
0: No, no, no. I'm. What I'm saying is, Dean did not see it in any way, shape, or form, and that's what you're saying right there too. And when I, I personally, when she did said, said this, said that that, oh, we're not joking. doing that. She was. I personally think she, I was. Don't think she no, was. I I could be wrong. I could be wrong, just like I feel you were wrong on the whole plan thing at the beginning. So I could be, a, I could be wrong. But that's just the way I got it. And again, it goes along with that whole. Bad storytelling, bad editing, bad thing.
1: Because here we are. Like Valora Valora Velvet just said on on Twitter, she's replying to us because she's listening. Um, But she says, Louis says. I see it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. And she does have, and she also says that like Chuck has a pervy uh, obsession with Dean. Pervy obsession with Dean, yep. So like. And you have to remember that, that the whole thing we've had with demons from season one is the hypersexualization of them. Everything they do is hypersexualized, so that mm-hmm. is a demon. And at the end of the day, that Lilith's a demon, um, right? So I don't think that like I feel like we're really like just zeroing in on this point for no reason. But
0: yeah. my point, my point
1: really was my point really was not whether Lilith was. My point is really that Lilith. Lilith narratively is seducing the wrong brother. That's all my point was. That should have been a line aimed at Sam. That whole idea should have been aimed at Sam. Because she specifically back in, you know, when
0: she was around in the fifth season, uh, fourth season, when, uh, yeah, fourth season, um, she was specifically, that's what she was doing. Well, You know, there was even that, you know, Chuck had the pro- prophecy where, you know, Sam beds Lilith, and then Sam laughs. So she's just a little girl, you know, because that was part of the plan back then. So I totally get that. I don't
1: know. I just, I, my, like I said, my point is, is that I felt like everything that they lined up for Lilith and Dean should have been Lilith and Sam. And for some reason, they and I feel like the only reason they all they had all of it point that way was just to have the moment of Dean saying the one in character thing which was don't touch him mm-hmm. and, to, and 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 the and that power that everybody has over Dean of do what you do what, do what we say or we hurt Sam it's the same thing you know you know, we're going to take Sam's lungs, or you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Sam's going to drop dead right in front of you, and we'll bring him back to life if you do what you, we say. Every time that's what it is, which, again, I'm 100% here for. Give that to me all day, every day. I will mm. eat 2,000 calories about a day. But yep. you didn't need all the rest for that moment. You really could have had everything else done correctly in character and still had that moment because you just need Sam in danger in any way, shape, or form for Dean to cave. All you need. Yeah. So the weird narrative they set up of having Lilith suddenly focus on Dean because Chuck said so? unnecessary and you can't even Mm. say that it's like Mm. well because well you can't take it back to season four and be like well dean was the the heaven brother and sam was the hell brother okay fine but that really only works for season four but the au's that chuck has shown us through sam don't follow that guideline anyway Because they gave us Demon Blood Sam, Lucifer Sam, and Mark of Cain slash Demon Dean. So you're not even following that same narrative. So you don't need that for God to be, air quote, like, obsessed with Dean over Sam. But also, since when has God been obsessed with one brother over the other? Never. He's always said he's obsessed with the brothers, the Winchesters. That's his favorite story, the both Mm. of them. Because when is he, like, like it's just, it, none of it made sense. None of it made sense. And I, like, this episode had moments that I really enjoyed, but as a story, as an overall 42 minutes of TV, it was, and to, and to be, I don't like the fact that you're going to give me a dumb storyline and then tell me you gave me a dumb storyline. Like, you can let me feel like something's off or weird without telling me, oh, by the way, it's dumb, and I know it, and I think it's dumb, too. Like, it's just so bizarrely smug to pat yourself on the back for being a bad storyteller because you think you're actually a good storyteller, except you're not. It's just, it's so frustrating and bizarre to keep talking to the audience like that. Um, by the way, Becky, I texted you. Yeah, I got it, and, and
0: Kathy also um, tweeted it to us. So thank you, Kathy, and thank oh, okay. you
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. And um, now, the, uh, back to the scene oh, with my- the two guys jumping through the railing, Rob Hater, mm-hmm. Kate Heiter, um, the stunt coordinator, confirmed on Twitter that that was actually Jared and actually Jensen doing the jumps, the leaps. Off the railing, mm-hmm. someone asked him, and he said, "Absolutely, both of them did it." So now I feel kind of bad. We didn't get to see Jensen because he actually did the job. <laughs> it's not even there. But um, I guess they, for me, they wanted to see that Kane, the mark of Kane, uh, Dean just just showed up down at the ground like like if it showed him jumping, it was a little more. He was like a real person that way, and of course. He was Demon Dean, Mark of Cain Dean, and just jumped. It was just appeared, I guess, cutting it out, but whatever. <laughs> Who knows? Now, seems- with me
0: saying that there were bad, a lot of bad parts in this episode, I did enjoy it once, the Lilith part. At the beginning, I was like, this is just weird. I was like, Sam, this is weird. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. Um, but once Willis on, yeah. appeared, I was like, once it was Willis, I was like, I did not, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. I enjoyed it from that mm-hmm. point on. So
1: I, I did yeah. enjoy so, the episode. I enjoyed that. However, I want to go back to one of the problems I have with, like, the people connected to this show is I really wish that Andrew Dabb hadn't posted a a a clip or a picture from Cheers with an actual Willis in it because the moment he did that I went oh, I didn't Lilith. get I was uh, I had forgotten about that. I had, is, yeah. Oh I had
0: forgotten about it. Oh that. and Willis so, and
1: when, oh my God. It just went right over my oh, here's head. A, hey, so, it's here's a weird me. thing. <laughs> I didn't really watch Cheers growing up. It, I'm a little young for it and so I was at that age where Cheers was what I felt was a boring sitcom as a kid. Like it was like a, an old people sitcom of like my parents watch it. But the only time I truly paid attention to it, because my mother did watch Cheers when I was a kid every week, I only paid attention to Lilith because I thought she was such a cool character. So I had this vague recollection of her, of that, of that scene. And then I tried to find it to, like, show it to other people because I was like, I think I'm remembering it, but I'm not sure if I'm remembering it correctly. There's no clip of it that I could find, so YouTube let me down. Mm-hmm. See, but when, when he tweeted I,
0: if, When he tweeted that that morning, I was trying to figure out, okay, how is this going to – you know, how is it affecting yeah. the episode? And then, like, I, how did, then what what my aired, I completely forgot about
1: it. I completely forgot about it. If I'm remembering it correctly, it's – Lilith is asking Rebecca to be in her wedding, I think, and she might even be asking her to be her maid of honor. I don't remember. But she's basically, Rebecca's like, no, why? I don't even know. And Lilith does this weird thing where she's like, you're my best friend. And Rebecca's like, no. And Lilith's like, no, 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 we talk like twice. So we're told because Lilith is so, like Social and, like, her socialization is so off that to her, Rebecca's the closest she has, and she genuinely feels that way. So my only problem was when, when Andrew Dabb tweeted that, I thought I was putting Sam in the Rebecca role and Lilith in the Lilith role. I, I don't understand why I suddenly put Dean in the Rebecca role for this. But, again, first of all, like, why are you so on the nose? Like, that wasn't even clever. But also, like, why are you spoiling that? Why are they constantly spoiling things where I could have been like, oh, shit, Lilith. Instead, I was like, this is weird. I wonder what this has to do with Lilith. Like, I spent the whole, like, chunk in the middle right before the Lilith reveal. Like, I already, as soon as she called, I went, oh, she's Lilith. As soon as she called them when they were outside the cabin.
0: What I was very proud of is there was no Lilith scenes in the whole then part of the episode. Unlike with Becky oh, and everybody yeah. else, they show 50 million teens and we're like, oh, well, I guess that person's in this episode. You know, so that was, I I, I was proud of them for doing that.
1: Yeah, because that is something I complained about yeah. last week. So um, I was glad for that. I all but. It just didn't bother me. I just don't think it's necessary from an editing standpoint. Like, you didn't need to give us the Lilith flashback. Again, trust your audience. We know who Lilith is. You guys spent the whole season on her. We just say the name Lilith. We're going to remember. And even if if you're not somebody who's, like, a diehard fan of the show, you're going to recall enough to get by. Like, you don't have to give us that random scene that took up time where you could have left, part of the narrative that you cut out is the episode. Because 30 seconds, which is approximately what that was, I don't know, I would say it's probably closer to 20, but 20 seconds is a lot of time in TV. Like in, in terms of editing, that's a lot of time that you could have left in instead of like hand-holding us about who the other blonde Lilith was. Like We get it. You even picked a blonde with good hair and we get it. Mm-hmm. But also, like the minute she like, I already felt kind of weird about her when they got back to the, the motel. Before, when they they took her to the motel initially, and I was like, she's very well like put together. Like she's got her beret on, and she's got her little ascot or her little handkerchief. And I'm like, there's something wrong with this chick. I, this is not you no. Know. <laughs> So yeah, something was off about. I her. feel like I feel like yeah, it was like she was off from the beginning. So even if he hadn't tweeted that, I do feel like as the audience we were supposed to feel like there is something off about this girl. But again, because of mm-hmm. what he tweeted, I was like, oh, because she's Village. So, I mean, that yeah. was like, you I could forgot about really that. More on the nose than him literally using the character of Lilith, Like, okay, okay. clever. I'm glad yeah. i I've forgotten right.
0: about it. Because it was cool to not yeah, know. Yeah, I forgot I'm glad about I it. I forgot
1: about it. I wish it would. I wish I yeah, would have had that cool moment. I really do. I, I that would have be been nice. Yeah. and whatever. Also, like right, right, right before she she <laughs> reanimates, um, and you know they've had the big fight, and um, in, you know in her part Ashley, or what I'm thinking is Ashley, freaks out, and Dean goes to you know t- t- touch her, and she's like, don't touch me you know, freaks out, turns around and falls on the antlers. And of course I didn't know she was Lilith and not about to come back to life. I it it like freaked me out and it was also kind of cool because Dean and Sam usually like that that doesn't usually happen to the victims. Usually they rescue them, not I do remember one other not working, but this was like, I'm like, Oh my God, this is like a basic human being and their collateral damage. And how are you going to explain this one? <laughs> you know, And you see both oh, of them. You just look at her like, Oh my God, we almost lost it. We've lost a human regular victim. Person here's my thing we were about trying that to save. Yeah, <laughs> So at this point in the episode, I already figured out that this chick is Lilith. However, that moment messed me up so much. There is a movie. I don't know if either one of you have seen it. It's a movie from the '90s. It's called Very Bad Things. And for anybody listening, I'm about to spoil a 20-year-old movie for you. It's a dark comedy. It's with Christian Slater, Jeremy Piven. Like it's all these names that people. Like they're like, oh yeah, in that time. Okay, I think Cameron Diaz is in it. Anyway. The whole point is, is they go to Vegas for Jeremy Piven's bachelor party. And he hires a sex worker. You do not clear in the movie whether she's a, a prostitute or a stripper, but, like, he hires, he gives her money to have sex with him. And he's in the bathroom having sex with her, and he is having this acrobatic sex. Like, it is, like, this is, this is, my, last, this is my last time, man. And he picks her, like, he gets her up, on around his waist and he slams her into the wall on the towel hook of the door oh. of the bathroom. And it goes through her head and she dies. And he doesn't even realize it at first. It oh. is the most horrifying thing in the world. I watch a lot of horror movies. Everybody who listens to the podcast or anybody who knows me knows I watch a lot of twisted stuff. I love me some, some horror. I love me some true crime. That is the one thing in all of TV and, and film that has messed me up for like the past 15 years of my life. I will randomly think of this scene and it nauseates me. I'm nauseated right now explaining it. I'm nauseated thinking about it. That scene has messed me up for a solid oh, my God. 15 years of my life. The moment she fell, I had the same visceral feeling as that, and I audibly gasped, like in, was like just I went, ah, yeah. even knowing that like she's probably Lilith. In my head, knowing like, this chick is probably Lilith, it still was horrific for me. So yep. it was kind of cool to like understand that Do you would be kind of horrified with that. Like, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, anybody who has seen that movie, if you, like, if you did not have that immediate connection, I'm so glad for you because it's horrible. That movie's messed up. And then, like I said, it's a dark comedy. They have to hide the body, yada, 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 hijinks too. But. No. And I think I'll be skipping yeah. that so, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 it, it's one of the those titles that sounds like, familiar. Requiem for a Dream. Year. You watch it, it matters, once, but you never, never watch it again. It. But also, yeah. that goes back I've to seen me going, Dream. yeah, that one see, see it once, and you're good. It's a brilliant movie, but you're good. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to see it again. Uh, yeah. But that also takes me back to, like, Doom genuinely looks horrified. So, again, they don't Yeah. Well, he thinks it's a Girl. woman. Right. She doesn't, they, they don't have a clue that this is a bad person or something's weird. I mean, he might have wondered a little bit because he was sound asleep. But at that point, he still hasn't twigged that something's really wrong. And he thinks he's killed an innocent victim that he was trying to help at, for a moment. Till of course, till she comes back. But, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a weird moment. <laughs> in, in, a show, in an episode full of weird moments, that was one of them. <sighs> anyway.
0: Now, I, I liked that they were using the... Ford and Hamill IDs back from Wendigo. I I liked that they were using those again, but the whole Mm -hmm. running joke of Dean doesn't look the same when he does actually look the same. I was tired of it. What I thought was funny about that
1: is for one, like he doesn't look as young, but he still looks the same. He looks more the same than Sam does and nobody questions Sam, but also like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about I don't know about like most other states but I know like in Texas you have your ID for I think it's 7 years 7 years and you can still renew with the same picture up to 25 years or something like that. But like in Arizona, mm-hmm. when you, I don't know about it, it's still like this, but I know when I was in high school I had a friend who moved to Arizona and then moved back. So he got his driver's license in Arizona the guy's driver's license at 16, and it was literally good for 40 years. He didn't even have to renew it for 40 years from 16 to 56. That's crazy. So, like, <laughs> I thought that running joke was, like, for me, having what? that weird context of it, I thought the running joke was weird. I, whether this is a headcanon or not, I'm going to take it as a little, like, nod. I love the hats with the salmon because you can give me a salmon bean recipe yeah. every day of the week and I'm good. Salmon dean. Yep, so, salmon bean. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm here for that little <laughs> record. That was, that was clever. Yeah. Um, they were very yeah. blatantly salmon. They were not just random fish. Those were salmon. Yep. Oh, yeah. Very, very much so.
0: Um, yeah, I was weird about the IDs. And, and Jensen –
1: He looks older, but he doesn't look aged. Like he does look basically the same, you know. I mean, so he clearly looks like the same person. Like, I'm not. I'm not part of the like Jensen hasn't aged a day train that a lot of people are on. Like, no, he's aged, and frankly, I think he's more attractive now than he was uh, like 10, 15 years Mm -hmm. ago. I I really do. Uh, I I agree. I've I've always said. I watched Dark Angel from premiere to cancellation, and I don't remember. I didn't remember Jensen at all. I didn't remember Alec. Like, like I remember the character, oh. but he never stood out to me. Like,
0: oh my god, god. I love Alec. Alec's one of my all-time favorite TV show characters favorite, ever. I
1: love Alec. Like, I enjoy Alec as a character, but when when Supernatural started, I didn't go, "Hey, that's the guy from Dark Angel." I just went, "Oh, okay, that's a guy." Like I never made the connection because as Jensen as Alex never stuck with me. But I watched Dark Angel for Jessica Alba, so whatever. But like, like I didn't like the, the character that came in season two didn't stick with me. He didn't. Um, yeah, I don't think I was watching it I should say the actor. Did, yeah, I should say the actor didn't stick with me because the character I remembered. But like, if you like, when I realized that like, oh, that's the same actor, I was like, oh if you say so. Like, you like, so. Oh like, okay. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I, oh, well, and I, I did oh notice him because
1: heart. I remember thinking Eric Brady from Days of Our Lives because I remember Yeah, exactly. That's how I was. I have oh, never, guys, up until days of our Lives. I never saw Desmond in a role I remembered who he was. No. Up yeah. until Supernatural, like, my friend watched him in Days and I was like, oh, okay, that guy has weird hair, whatever. Like, I was not into that boy band frosted tips look and, as a teenager. It was in my jam. Yeah. And then well, he's, when he's he was an angel so gracefully, and, and I, watched, yeah. I watched Small Mill from season one to season seven, and again, when Supernatural started, I didn't go, hey, that's the coach from season four. No. Or actually, that was like the last season, like right before he went into Supernatural. I was like, hey, that's the coach from, no. Like, I literally couldn't, but I just have a, I have a little bit of face blindness anyway. So to be fair, I have that problem anyway, where I'm like, who's that again? Okay, if you say so. Like again, I d I don't know who, I will never remember who Taylor Kitch is. It's just a thing I can't do very well. But so my but my point is is that like so I don't think that he has an age. Like he has significantly aged, but not for the worse. And he doesn't look like a, a completely different person. Whereas like if you had a new fans ID, I would probably kinda go, um okay. Because I do think Jared's face has changed a lot. Yeah. And especially he like does. with with Dean and with Jensen and Dean, like it's also the same hair. Consistently the same hair. Whereas mm-hmm. with Jared, fam, like the season one hair is drastically different from the current hair. And you've had different hair every season. But also like I genuinely believe that like Jared's face like, the way his bone structure has aged, like, his face has aged with his bone structure, like, it is a bit of, like, if you say so, I guess, because I just think that he has had that kind of face where his face has broadened more and and things like that. And also, he was younger than Jensen was when the show started. Your face does change a lot when mm-hmm. you're in your very early 20s versus your middle 20s. But... Regardless, the he's whole, also like, aged very old. gracefully. He is much more handsome. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was cute, but now he's, they're they're both beautiful, <laughs> very handsome. Yes, they're beautiful and handsome, and and uh, they aged very, very, very gracefully. But, both so of them. I I do think that the whole joke of <laughs> being old is just so exhausting. It's so exhausting. You know what? It's old. <laughs> you know. The old Dean's yes. old joke is yes. old. I'm, I I don't need it. I'm over it. <laughs> and I think it's and what, he's not, I not that old. Say that we've been having the, the <laughs> Dean's old joke since Dean was younger than Sam is now. Yet we never have a <laughs> Sam's old joke. It's I have good. to say, I loved I loved the sheriff. She
0: had that whole "I'm just tired." I'm exhausted. You know, yeah. Um,
1: and I'm like, I'm like, yep. I'm like,
0: honey, I feel you. I have, I am right. right there with you. <laughs> I-, yeah. I loved her and her she whole cut, and, was and like, I loved wow. her. And I loved yeah. when are you the sheriff? Um, that's what the, the says. <laughs> yep. okay, I, just, I thought she was great. I, I liked, she had
1: one little scene, yeah. and she was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, I she want was to like see a world weary. Like, exactly. 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 And I'm Uh, like, can can we get more of her? When are we going to
1: see her again? I thought we were going to see more of her again because she was like, you know, if that's what you want to call it, you know, a cat attack. And she said it was, you know, I don't think it was. And then she said he had parts torn out and didn't seem like a cat to me. So I thought, oh, maybe she'll tie in later, you know, where she didn't believe it was. Just a mountain lion attack, and she might figure in. But no, we didn't see her again. But just too bad. I liked her character. I missed her. I missed her. Yep. Sheriff,
0: ladies, come back. You were cool. Yep.
1: Yeah. I did like Dean telling Sam, "You look like a baby in that picture." That's what I, I to say, like, I there were certain parts of this episode I really enjoyed because I really loved that moment too. I loved cause, like, it was a it was a funny <laughs> moment because it, you're getting the comparison of Dean thinking that he hasn't changed versus him being like, oh, you look like a baby. But also, like, I like the idea of Dean being like slightly nostalgic for the, like 22 year old Sam being like, oh, my baby brother's mm-hmm. all grown up now. Like, I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, Speaking of brothers, brothers, I'm a sucker. It's brother scene. Yeah, I'm a sucker. I'm a yeah. The the opening scene, well, not the, like the cold open, but the opening scene with them, those pepper oh. jerky. Yeah. Speaking of brothers, and here's my thing. Those and pepper people, jerky. I'm gonna have a light. I don't want this to come like a complaint because I'm not complaining about it, but like I really feel like that was one long outtake that they decided, nah, we'll just put it in because. Both of the, both of the, of Jared and Jensen, both of them fall out of character in that scene more than once, where I'm like, did Jared really, like, spice the jerky in some way? Like, is this a prank? I don't feel like it was written this way all the way through, like, I feel like maybe the scene was written that way, but, like, something's really off about it in terms of, like, salmon beans. It's like. Feels, it's like so, a supernatural Christmas eggnog that was actually really spiked eggnog. Exactly. That, and, so. it's just, and, it's, and and Jensen's reaction is very similar <laughs> to that reaction. So, like, I'm wondering, mm-hmm. like, and Jared, Jared messing with him as Sam feels like Jared messing with Jensen. Like, even the way mm-hmm. he's like, 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 and they both kind of like slap off to the side a little. Like, I really feel like maybe this was not the, the actual scene. Like, it was. Like, mm-hmm. Jared went, to, well, Jared went to, to Rich and said, like, I'm going to screw with Jensen. And he let him. Not that you have to let Jared do anything. He's going to do what he wants anyway. But, and then they decided, like, no, this is good stuff. Let's keep it. Because it really felt mm-hmm. odd. And it felt like it went on longer than, like, normal scene of them, had it been an actual scene, would have gone on. Like, it felt long. It's a solid two minutes, which is long for that kind of scene. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be about that because I enjoyed it, but it did feel like out of character.
0: I like that he got a My... little
1: bacon payback. <laughs> you know,
0: after all that. My favorite episode, though, in the entire scene, I have to say, is the whole. Lucifer, Sam, white suit—you know that whole mm. scene. I I love that scene. First, I first love Jared. Oh, he's Jared, the very Jared best was, Lucifer. Yes, and he me. totally he the best he, he, Lucifer. He he totally mm-hmm. did that exact same whole attitude and everything that he had back originally when he when he did that one little scene, and oh, I loved it. And when and the cult. I love mm. seeing the cold again because it's been a million years since we've seen it, <laughs> and it's like
1: where the heck is it? Well, anyway, yeah, but a year since we've seen it because didn't we really see it in season? Oh, maybe thirteen where Cass melted it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't remember what happened to it, so it could have been cast to me. It. I
1: okay, cause, I
0: mean, and I, I mean, remember
1: because one again, Cassiel's L. Worst friend in the in like. History of the show.
0: Why, why, why did he melt it?
1: We, I, for Jack, I think. I don't remember why, but he melted it. And so, like, that's also like I remembered when Lilith melted the God gun. I was like, so we're just going to, like, run around melting guns all the time now? Is this a thing? Okay. Well, we, now I'm very sad
0: to find out that it's destroyed because
1: I oh, yeah, don't remember
0: that. But if it was in season 13, that's probably why I don't remember it.
1: But I. It's what sad. happened was, it's, it's, um, <laughs> here's the weird thing. This is actually not even an episode I've watched. I've only seen a couple parts of it. I've never actually watched this episode. But it's the episode where Dean gives Cass the tape that he plays in the car with, with Zeppelin songs. So it's, like, uh-huh. Dean's, like, greatest hits mm-hmm. for Zeppelin. Yeah. And he gives it to Cass under the pretense of, like, some culture. Right. And the cast uses that moment to steal the cult from Dean's room. And then oh, I, I don't remember, remember that episode. because I didn't watch the episode. I don't remember why he melts it, but he melts it. And okay, I, I it only watched with that Jack episode one time. Way. Okay, yeah, and I only I watched, watched it once. So that but that,
0: that, that explains I, why.
1: I think it had to do with Jack. I don't. It doesn't matter why, but because who cares? Because if the writers don't care, why should we? Uh, yeah. But anyway. He, um, Lucifer. Yes. Yeah. So Jared that, is Lucifer. But I love mm.
0: the moment. Jam and I I, would,
1: I I feel like it's got to be a Jared thing because I can't imagine that level of nuance being in the script. But I loved him leaning and warming himself by the fire of Dean's burning corpse. Like, I know what I just said is so twisted and I don't care. A really cool moment as a villain to do something like that.
0: Okay, because honestly, I was trying to figure out why he was doing that. Because I knew it was just so it was he would be positioned in the same way as Sleeping Sam in the car when he woke up, they'd be in the exact same position. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to figure out why Samifer would be in, in that position. So he's warming himself. Okay, that makes sense. All right.
1: Oh. And that kind of follows with actual Sam. Who will warm his hands over the burning bones? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's so Because that <laughs> that was that was not <laughs> good. That was Jared being goofy, and they kept it in. But, but it's yeah, like, totally like it like, perfect. I feel like it works like, salmon Yeah. So
0: when he leans his head over mm. that way, like you're talking about, it, it was just beautiful he just he just he It was. was
1: and the way he smiles and he's so serene and his evil mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know it 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 freaks me out when Dean shoots him in the back of the head i it just i don't know just just that kind of scene it just freaks me out and even even then Dean is like forgive me you know even though he knows it's the right thing it's still his brother Sam you know still to the end you know and and in that but yeah and, the way he, and I know that like there are some people who are have, like like last week had difficulty with the with Sam breaking Dean's neck and I get that it'd be weird if he didn't have issues with that. But I and that one was a little bit like like I really loved that until like the neck break and I was like, Oh because I am I'm, I'm also a sucker for like one of them getting through to the other one and I get that the point is that in these AUs there's a disconnect between them, therefore they can't get through to each other. Right. But with the the Lucifer one, like, it's not Sam. It's Lucifer. And so I like when he tells him, like, you know, ever-faithful Dean and and just lights him on fire because he's not Sam. And... Mm. Yeah. So that, that one is very different from the other two, where like Demon Dean is still Dean and Demon Blood Sam is still Sam. So that one was almost a little more heartbreaking in a way because it's just, it's not even Sam there to get through to. Like, there's no attempt there. It's not Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, Dean says, forgive me. So, and he's doing it. Like, he, last week, he, he he's at that point where he could have. Or tried to take out Sam, and he doesn't. He tries to reach him, but he doesn't in this AU. So, mm-hmm. And I also loved the, the Mark of Kane Dean back in the first Blade when he's fighting Sam, and th- and that is Sam. He's trying to get through to Dean, doesn't work in this in this AU. So Jensen like matched his demon Dean. Whole thing mm-hmm. from before, with the face expression, you know, the eyes, the mouth, the tongue. Yeah, he
0: does the thing everything. where he keeps his was, tongue at
1: the top of his mouth. Uh, you know,
0: yep. it, when he, uh, I love that.
1: It's 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 evil and it's seductive and 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 hot <laughs> and hot. Bad yeah, that's seductive. That's <laughs> seductive, Becky. I know what it is, diesel peach. <laughs> I mean, you kind of walk into that one.
0: <laughs> Come on, I was trying to do a twist on words, but whatever. <laughs> oh <laughs> my my!
1: Oh whatever. <laughs> I mean, and, and I and I, and I, I say this in the fact that like I understand how like wrong what I'm gonna say is, and I'm aware. I just don't care. But, like, you're going to make that face while holding a very phallic symbol and shoving it into someone. And I'm just like, as an actor, you know what you're doing, Mr. Ackles. You you understand. You're not stupid. Of course you do. I appreciate no. and I appreciate the fact that you're not stupid. <laughs> Oh, dear. he says. like, I get it. If you have no moral compass and Sam Winchester's in front of you, I get why you're making those faces. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> yep. And not once, but twice. Because the original script. I'm curious. And yeah, I'm curious to too. see what other, what other AUs we get. Because, um, well, like, I'm so trying to, to the think, like, lines? here's a, yeah we are like, the question hmm. here's a question. I don't know if it's an a u or maybe real, but um, Jensen did a little video with Steve Carlson about their music, but they're at the crossroads e the crossroads, I think, not just any crossroads hmm. and he says. We're at the crossroads, but we're not making any deals," he says. And I know he's—it's with Vancouver, which makes me wonder: them. like, is there going to be—is there one where Dean just lets Sam stay dead after season two? Like he doesn't go to—he doesn't make a deal. He just accepts it. He doesn't make a deal. Well, yeah. Um, I also wonder: like, are we going to see soulless again? Without mm. a like, and like in our in our in our own. Timeline with, with with the brothers. Solus had no soul. He really couldn't, but he still felt like he needed Dean. So, are we going to see a version of Soulless where he doesn't feel like he needs Dean, and so Dean is like everybody else, where he's like, are we going to see something like, say, like live Free, and Twihard, where he used Dean as bait, and like he had a plan, but like mm-hmm. he still used Dean as bait because he felt like that mm-hmm. was logic. So are we gonna see something where he uses Dean as bait but without really like any air quote concern for the outcome? Where Dean is just like cannon fodder. Like pure, pure cannon fodder. Maybe. Um, and Maybe. I feel like we're gonna need to see like I feel like the balance like and I'm glad we finally got one where Dina's is the bad one and kills Sam because I think mm-hmm. I think Sam also needed that in a really twisted way to understand that it, it's not always on him. Right. So, like, I could see, like, the cross... I, was, I don't... The only thing with the cross looks is I, I, I saw that... My only thing is I feel like it's weird to be, like, that on the nose with something that's not technically part of the show, but it kind of is part of the show because you used one of your songs in that show. I don't know. It was weird. Um, I can't tell, like... Like, the lines are so blurry. At this point, mm. but um, I would like to see that. I also like c- c- staying with the the dreams and the visions. Although I do feel like the dialogue and the acting for this scene was clunky. Uh, overall, I like I like Sam. I like being saying like Why didn't you tell me?" and Sam being like, "I just thought I had PTSD." Like, it's heartbreaking, yeah. but I like I like the acknowledgement that Sam understands that he's been through so much trauma that nightmares, you know, are, are, are just mm-hmm. a part of him. And he's had nightmares since season one when Jeff burnt on the ceiling, so mm-hmm. I like them finally saying, like, Sam saying, like, you know, I just thought it was my screwed-up brain. I didn't think it was anything worth bringing up in a real-world kind of way. And I like yeah. that Dean understands and accepts that rather than, like, I feel like in previous seasons there would have been points where Samuel would have said that and Dean would have gotten really upset with him, like, you know, almost berated him for it. At, not necessarily just out of anger, but, you know, it's that thing like a parent does, like, when you do something dangerous and you're okay, your parent gets mad at you. Because once they realize you're okay, that relief turns into, like, what were you thinking? And I feel like Dean has Mm a tendency to do that with Sam. Uh, So I like that they didn't do that, that they just had Dean understand where Sam was coming from. I do feel like Dean's despair, like that crumbling he implied, was a little just so weird to say. I felt like it was a little over the top, which I understand, like, for him, it is kind of like an end of the world kind of feeling. It just felt weird for Dean to be the one to collapse over something like that, like a child. I I actually really liked it. I I liked his a, anguish. He's so anguished because he thought they were free. He keeps talking about it, and sometimes sometimes you just hit the wall, and and it's yeah. it's not in front of a lot of people. It's in front of Sam, and I think it's actually a a, a big. It's a, it's a quite a step for him to be that open and emotional because he's either been angry or obviously. he's tried
0: to be positive,
1: huh? What? Well, see, you' are my thing. Like, I don't think he's tried to be positive. Like, I think the dean we've seen for the past he tried once. Two and a half <laughs> he tried once and it was like, he didn't keep on it, but he did try once. <laughs> and it's, no, but what, saying, what he's i he's mean been, been trying is, like, to I do think... it because I'm like, I think Dean from season, from episode three, like the end of three, and understanding like what Rowena sacrificed for them, and coming out of episode three <laughs> into episode four, I think that was Dean, almost like a reset to season one Dean, where he was like, oh, we don't have, like, you know, Lucifer's gone, God is gone angels are gone, like, we're good. This is, we're back to normal. And so, like, for Dean, it was, it's kind of like, oh, as long as it's just, like, werewolves and vampires, I'm cool. This is, this is gravy. So, like, I think we really saw a genuine, like, as close to happy-go-lucky as Dean can be, living the life he lives. I just felt like it was such a turn on a dime. I don't know. There was something about that whole scene that I really loved but also felt a little off.
0: Hmm. Which is yeah, weird that, to say,
1: because I genuinely loved that scene, and I loved what it was representing, but there was just something about it that felt weird. It, and I do think it, I was, it, was was just, it was the
0: most, it was the saddest scene, I think, because we, you know, seeing mm-hmm. Dean give up, basically, it, it just broke my heart. It was, I, I, when I was watching, I was like, both this, may be, the, was like, was this may be one of the, I was like, this may be one of the saddest one of the saddest scenes they've ever
1: shown. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And um, like I said, I, I want to love that. I love that scene. I genuinely do like it, but there's something, and really I do think it was the directing. I really think that there was something. I'm not a big fan of Dick's uh, direction in general. I'm not. Um, we've discussed it on, like on Twitter and stuff, but he mm-hmm. borrows too much from Tarantino. And you can pay homage to someone, but at this point, he's literally, like, biting the style. And it's a very much a Xerox copy, wherein it's just never going to – you just can't be – you're not going to be Hitchcock. You're not going to be, be Tarantino. Those are such distinct – like, every, every director has their own little, like, stamp. Um, There's things that Jensen does that you're like, that's a Jensen thing. Um, Jensen likes to play with color. He likes to play with the focus of things. That's really, that's a big Jensen thing. He likes, there's certain, like, Jensen likes tight shots. Um, It's just, there's certain things. I feel like Rich really tries to be, not even avant-garde or anything. It's just like, he really is, pushing the Tarantino thing super hard and it doesn't it makes for things it makes where where things like that work because Tarantino's narrative is so bizarre and so disjointed and he's telling you more than one story at a time on purpose that doesn't work for this and it doesn't work in a 42-minute format it's a, that's, a, that's a movie storytelling format. You can't do that for we TV style. I mean, you can. Dick's doing it, but it's not, it doesn't work. So there's shots that don't make sense. There's just things that don't make sense, and it, and it affects how the scenes come across. And so for me, like, I do feel like there's just certain shots he took of Jensen and of Jared in that moment that made the scene feel feel. Weird, just really, really weird. Mm-hmm. But like, I like the I like the point of it. I like the gist of it. Dialogue-wise, like I felt like Sam's explanation of like, like all of a sudden he understands that it's the it's the bullet wound. I get it now. It's really strange. And I also feel like it's it's I as much as I love him admitting that he thought his dreams were PTSD. I don't like the fact that he said these dreams or visions. Because if he thought they were visions, then he should have told Dean. I really feel like that line should have just been dreams. Like that line was, um, it was, that line should have been rewritten or cut in a different way. And I feel like, I I feel like there could have been, we've only seen him like asleep, right? He's only been asleep for those, like that we've seen, like he wakes up right after having so one like, of those so he no wouldn't know them otherwise Sam? than being dreams right so there's no reason for Sam to identify them mm-hmm. as visions it's not like in season 11 where he was awake and had that like vision like that was different he was awake Mm-hmm. this was he's always been asleep unconscious whatever and so mm-hmm. I felt like that line was off because that line implies that he did think that something was off but hid it from Dean. But, and I also just felt like the whole, like, oh, my God, it's the bullet wound. It was just not good exposition. Jared did the best he could with mm-hmm. that, but it was really bad exposition, especially because I feel like, well, if, you're, if you know that the bullet wound isn't getting any better, again, that's something you should be telling Dean. So if you're giving us this implication that the brothers aren't aren't hiding from each other anymore, which I thoroughly enjoy and I love Dean being like, "Tell me about your dream. Tell me. I'm here to listen." hmm And I Another like one that, I like have, that. You know? Yeah, I like that going in in place with with last episode of Dean telling him you're not okay, and Sam confiding in him. Mm-hmm. Again, like if Dean is aware that Sam's having bad dreams and that they're more frequent, then it makes Sam's line weird again. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, they, like this episode suffered from a we have our, our point A and, and B, we don't know how to get to it. So we're just going to get to point B however we can.
0: The, the part about mm-hmm. the scene that excited me for a second was the camera pulling back into the area where the telescope is. Because I was like, are they actually going to do something with the telescope? You know, it's been in the bunker <laughs> since we saw it, and they've never done anything with the giant telescope. But, no, we just saw the curtains, which I, I see what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what they were doing. Yeah, I know what they were doing with the curtains, you know, it's like you because know, it's Chuck's show, you know. He's producing this type of thing. I, I get what they were going with there. But I'll I, mm-hmm. just like, okay, Not this shouldn't be a spoiler because it was all over the news when the episode aired. As we know, Adam's coming back. So, which is something I've been begging for for years, ever since, you know, he fell in the mm-hmm. hellhole. Um. So, uh, yay, I'm getting my biggest wish there. But also, I want to know what the frickin' telescope is for. And so it would it would be nice if before the end of the show we we get something for the telescope. I understand we won't, but it would be nice. <laughs> you never
1: know. Um, do you want to hear something that made me mad? <laughs> of course, it made me mad in this episode. <laughs> um, the fact that it's back at the very beginning, and they're getting ready for the hunt and Dean's
0: just about to arrive back from the supply run. And Sam's checking his phone and he's been texting Cass like a million times. Like, are you okay? Didn't know you were leaving. Is everything all right? And Cass isn't answering him. And then he calls him later in the, the episode. Word. And, and I'm like, really? Here's Sam.
1: Sam. Trying to be nice, trying to care, he always ends up trying to be the peacemaker between uh, Dean and Cass, and and he he has no idea what happened. Dean has probably shrugged off whatever, so he's trying to check on him. He's trying to be nice, and Cass doesn't even have the grace—no pun intended—to respond <laughs> and say I'm fine or whatever. And then and then and Dean Dean could care less because. uh uh, couldn't care less because here's the thing Dean could always care less Dean has always been a really terrible friend to Cass and I say that as somebody who does not like Cassio, and thinks Cassio is the true villain of the past 10 years of this show he is the actual big bad but Dean is like not a good friend he he never has been no no he he never never has has been he's he's it's it only it's only stupid when he says that Cass is his friend or Cass is family or Cass is his best friend. I'm like, hate to be your best friend, my dude. But Sam is always the one that's a much better friend to Cass, even though Cass is yeah. almost always such a douche to Sam, except when he's like, oh, no, yeah. nothing's more important than Sam Winchester. Well, I agree, but, like, show me that. Uh, yeah. So it made me mad. wonder I mean, like, to respond to ex- someone who's yeah, actually pretty sad. decent to him. You know, I'm like, really? Now, I you're a jerk. I, I theorize. <laughs> I you're a yeah. jerk. Oh no, Cass is the worst. I theorize that there's gonna be some kind of like reason why Cass couldn't get a hold of him, like couldn't text back. There better be a reason because if it's just the fact that like, well, I was, I felt, I feel like you guys don't need me, so I'm gonna completely uh, ghost you. Especially yeah,
0: you're for be Bounty and they come all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, mean, look, yeah, the fact that but Sam worries. I, like, I, I hate the fact that Sam worries about Castiel because Castiel, like you said, is he's done nothing but terrible things for Cast, for right. Sam. Called him an abomination. Yeah. Let, him, let him out of the panic room. Boy, with the uh, you know, broke Let the wall, him out of the panic left, room. Uh, broke broke, a broke the hell wall. Left yeah, broke the hell wall. He uh, left him at left his soul in hell. You know, uh, Cassio you know, let he him die him by die, vampires. Him die vampires. You know, he, he he's he's never done anything good for like, Sam. And the fact that Sam
1: still worries about somebody him. Somebody posted a look. Uh, Hang on. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, and again, like I don't think Cass is a great friend to either one of them. And I don't think Sam is the only one that's a good friend to Cass. Cass is not a good friend to either one of them, and Dean's never been a good friend to Cass, whatever, regardless. Like, again, it's one of those things where you keep wanting to tell me that there's like a friendship here and a family here, but you are telling me instead of showing me constantly, which is why it never feels, yep. it never feels genuine. It never feels real. Uh, yep. But I do feel like because of the circumstance, I do think that there's going to be a reason why Cass didn't get a hold of Sam again, especially since Sam was like, by the way, God's not really gone. Now, I don't know if it's going to be that Cass really was ignoring him and finally listens to that message and calls Sam back, or if there's, like, a reason why Cass – like, we know that there's nothing wrong with Cass. like Like, I don't think he was captured or anything because he's in the next episode just seemingly fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just, oh. a big, he's, just, he's just a big baby. <clears throat> I, I, would, I, would, I would like, for Sam's sake, I, I would like there to be a genuine name. reason why Cass didn't respond, for Sam's yeah. sake. Yeah. Because I just think, like, yeah. Like I mean, when somebody doesn't do anything to you, why are you being a dick? Aside from the fact that, like, your personality your primary personality trait is that you're a dick, and then Sam left him a voicemail at the end, and Dean's like, "Well, well, we warned him about Willis and Chuck, so it's all we can do." Well, I mean, <laughs> I love that he just and, didn't and I care. Do think he, goes back <laughs> he just didn't care. <laughs> no, and I think that that, that Dean, Dean saying what like we've all been saying for the years, I don't think that's coming from a a disingenuous place. I think Dean really did realize that like you're not as there for us as you seem to think you are. Now, whether that's going to be something that Dean feels bad about later or feels like he was overly harsh for is left to be seen. Because this is I mean like at the end of the day, like at some point you have to put Cass back with the brothers for the big fight. So at some point they have to like mend their friendship. It's stupid, but to? you know. But do we have the Well, I think the well, fact that you, you know, know what? what again, if he's useful, not, maybe. Well, but the thing is that Dean is not <laughs> a. He's not a. He's not a sentient. Human. He he's a written character. So for the writers to write what Dean has said, it means they understand that the things Cass has done are actually messed up. So it's going to be interesting to me to see how they dig themselves out of that self-aware hole. Well, we know if Sam's in trouble and he thinks Cass can help, Dean will, will use him. He'll go for Cass. He doesn't care anything, anything for Sam. So he will oh, say and sure. do what he needs to do with Cass for Sam. Yeah, and do I, but, think, do I think that, like, the, that there's I, going to be something I, that happens with Sam's bullet wound? Maybe he starts getting sick or whatever it is, or he starts going a little dark side or crazy. It is, it is left to be seen. I can't imagine that there's not, not something beyond mm-hmm. the visions that starts happening to Sam. I mean, that would be just like what for Sam was living with bad dreams forever? Welcome Good. to his life. Hmm. But I hope he doesn't Make an about face with Cass And say I was wrong You've always been our great friend Family Blah 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 I hope he doesn't do that I mean I don't know I don't really trust the writers to Stick with it but we'll see I like Oh, well,
0: they're making out to be. Easy. He's not gonna. Yeah, I have no faith that we're gonna get a ending that we like. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, and I so go sad. back to what I said is that there is no ending that everyone can like. Even if you're no. like, if you, even if you're someone like, like, like the three of us that are just very brother centric. None of us are, like. There's no guarantee that even that all of us will hate the ending either. Like, there's mm-hmm. ending like there's endings that like I speculated with people about that. I'm like, well, this could happen. They're like, I don't want that. And I'm like, but but it means it it means together though. And they're like, yeah, but I don't want that. I'm like, Oh, well, I guess because like I I do tend to think of things in a darker way because I just like that. So when I say like. Like before the gun got melted that I was like, Well one of my theories was if Sam goes super dark side, if Dean has to shoot Sam with that gun, he understands that he's gonna die too and he's like, Well, we're, that's fine. And then I had friends that were like, No, that's not okay then you know I was like but 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 murder suicide though, that's are we I I'm okay
0: with it, Romeo and Juliet, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so but,
1: you know <laughs> it is one of those things where You know, there's no like, I I hesitate to say like we're all gonna hate the ending or we're all gonna like the ending because fandom is just not homogenous in that way. And even if you're, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, even if the core of what you like about about the show matches your friends, it doesn't mean you're gonna both like the outcome. So, I feel like like
0: it's like the Angel finale. When it first, when it aired live, I'm watching it that night. I was like, "That's it! Come on!" You know, I was pissed off because I love Angel. That's my top, one of my top three favorite shows of all time. So I was like, "Ah, oh, no! It can't end that way." But now, I think it was an awesome ending. So you know, knowing Bye. you know what it what it means and everything, now I love it. At the time. I was pissed off, but now I love it. No. I was
1: not pissed off then, and I'm not better about it now. Like I feel about the same way with Angels. I did the first time. I think I'm maybe a little less like. I don't have that like cliffhanger kind of feeling because, like you know, like even though we knew the show was canceled, it still felt like. But that's not. You didn't finish it. Uh. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of have that feeling, but i so it's been so many years. Been so many years um, that you like you just have to accept it at this point as the ending and so it feels more like an ending than it initially felt more cliffhangery because we were so close to it at that point. Right. The one that I, I remember I don't think either one of you watched Queer as Folk, the U the US version at all or mm-hmm. that anything else? That's a show that, uh, I saw some of it. it yeah, First of all, if, it, yeah. you, if everybody thinks that like we rag on the writers and producers of this show hard, it is nothing compared to how that fandom was. That fandom never liked their producers. Not for one moment. And they was the same producers from beginning to end. It was the same head writers from beginning to end. And nobody liked them. Everybody hated them. Even when you got what you wanted, you still hated them. It was really interesting. But That's a show that when that show ended, the ending was a bummer to me. It was such a bummer, and I was not – I wasn't angry, but I was just like, oh, that was a waste of five years of my life. Thanks. And now, you know, 15 years later, I just rewatched it a couple – like two years ago, and I felt more okay with it. Like it made more sense to me. But I don't think that it has to do more with, like, being removed. I think that has to do with the fact that, like, I'm 15 years older now. And so, like, for me, there was a big difference between, you know, 22 and 37. (laughs) So, like, mentally. Um, I hated the ending to Nip Tuck, and I think I still hate it now. So I'm not going to change my mind how they ended that series. I, I doesn't I, matter that it was that many years ago. And, I, and I'm still not, a, not the biggest fan of the end of Buffy. I think endings are hard, and I, I will agree with just about every writer that talks about endings are hard. I think endings are hard, and especially when you're wrapping up something. Not all shows give you the same emotional tie as perceived as. Sci-fi really does sci-fi, fantasy, horror, whatever you want to call genre TV. I just I never like the idea of genre TV because everything's a genre. It's always such a weird term to me. But there is something about that style of, of movie and television that gets into your soul a bit more versus like a procedural or even like I think it has to do with the fact that like you know, there's you have to make analogies for things like you know. With Buffy, it's high school as hell. It's an analogy. So you can identify with high school, and then that makes you identify with what these characters are going through. With Sam and Dean, like, at the the core of it, it's these two brothers just taking care of each other, and then you add in these dire circumstances that make everything so heightened. So, you know, in real life, somebody passes away, and you have to figure out how to go on, whereas these two figure out how to bring somebody back. They, ha- they just, con- you know, so it's different. And I think when you have that, I do think an ending is especially hard. And, I mean, I can't think of anybody who, I didn't watch How I Met Your Mother, but I can't think of anybody who will sit there and tell you that that ending was good. People just go into, like, complete rage blackouts over it. Um Game of Thrones. I've never watched Game of Thrones, but Game of it's Thrones. a show that I watched. everybody on online love and love and love until the end, and, the, and they all were like, this is the worst thing ever. I hate it. So I, I think it's, yeah. it's got to be really difficult to tie up a narrative of years of television, and I think we're also so used to, I think especially, like, like people in our age range, like, you know, me probably being, like, on the youngest ed- ed- like edge of where you can identify with this, where TV just, like, shows could just get canceled and you didn't get a finale, you didn't get a final season, you didn't get a wrap-up. It was just like, no, that show's not coming back, and we're done. And so I think yeah. oftentimes, you know, a lot of writers, a, a lot of executive producers and, and showrunners never really got to think about what their ending would be because their shows were just pulled out from under them. Oh yeah, Angel, they were not prepared for a cancellation. So at that point, you know, Buffy was because Sarah was like, I'm done, I'm not renewing my contract. And, you know, that was different. But I think in the age of like, you know, Netflix originals, Prime originals, whatever, where shows very much get, you know, get renewed for a second season before they even come out with their first season. Whereas mm-hmm. like we come from a we come from a firefly kind of mentality. Uh yeah. So I I I don't I don't envy the writers for having to wrap up fifteen years of canon. But on the same hand, like I am gonna criticize you when you're not bad when you're not good at it. Sorry.
0: Um we have a caller. We well, got about twenty okay. minutes left in the show by the way too. So
1: okay.
0: Yeah, we don't have too much time left, but let's uh let's see who's there. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Manchester radio.
1: My name's Hi. Billy. I'm from Mississippi. And Hi. I'm listening to, I'm listening to your show there, and I believe you might be lesbians on the show here. Okay, thank you for hey, calling. Please. Yeah,
0: in the Thanks call. Thanks for calling. <laughs> callers, well, please try to stay on topic of the
1: show and not our personal lives.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so long.
1: Anyway. That was mm-hmm. nice. Something. Yeah. I Whatever. don't know <laughs> that you could tell someone's orientation from their opinion on a TV show, but okay. Anyway. Um there was something I wanted someone I wanted someone to talk about the show
0: with. Oh well. I I know. Oh well. We've got a few
1: Twitter things but I see here and there, but not on the phone. Anyway, well, you know, we're running out of time anyway. We're getting towards the end. Um speaking of things coming speaking of things uh coming back, I wonder if Amulet will come back because it is supposed to be useful for knowing when God is nearby, right?
0: That's true. And I, I, happened. I, I could I could totally see it coming back, yeah, because it's, it's an actual tool that they could use to know when Chuck is around them. So, yeah, I, I could, I, I think it, 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 it would be very useful. So I could totally see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how because it doesn't exactly lead to him, but it would be very helpful to know when he's close by if you're trying to track mm-hmm. him or be aware at least. Like if they could, they could use it maybe to set
0: a trap, you know, something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they don't melt it down. <laughs> like they've melted down the Colt and the and the equalizer That'd, guns and all that. <laughs> that yeah, awesome. What about? That? I don't do that. I, I am into the idea of them melting it down to make a bullet. What
0: about I don't the? Hate um, that.
1: Yeah.
0: What about the amulet necklace that Castiel and Joe found? Last year, was it? What what happened to that? Was it a real one? I don't remember. Oh, who
1: cares? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that was my that was my impression of the writers' room. Uh, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that, that was anything more than just like. Uh, I'm trying to think of a really non-vulgar way to put something, and I can't. So I'm just going to say that I I just think that was. Oh, everything in my brain is super vulgar. Uh, that was just not important. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just, they just needed something to occupy two characters for what for an episode.
0: Hmm. I wonder and if we will see Sister Joe again this season because she kind of. Way it ended, we really don't know what happened to her. We don't know if Lucifer killed her or what the last time we saw her, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: I genuinely don't remember. Well, it's funny.
0: I can tell you everything that She's happened so in, like, gone. the first eight seasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> After season eight. Uh-huh.
1: It's, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I do I <laughs> pretty I can do <laughs> pretty good up until, like, season, like, the middle of season 10. No, yeah, the middle of season 10 I can be pretty good on, up till. After that, ew, yikes. Yeah, me too. And I think it also is like, you know, all of us is the thing where, okay, season one is over, and now season two is going to come out, so I'm going to rewatch season one and go into season two. Okay, mm-hmm. season three, so I'm going to rewatch two, two, one and two and go into three. You really can't sit there and do that anymore. So we've seen yeah, the earlier seasons so much, but exactly. you know, the, the newer seasons aren't as, you know, we didn't like inject those into our veins as much you can't
0: watch 14 seasons you know to you know again for season 15
1: no i mean you could could, stop
0: i was going to say you could but who's got the time
1: yeah after a certain point they all kind of run together it's not just this show it's like I can really remember a lot about the first few seasons of X-Files or Buffy, but the later seasons, forget it. <laughs> they're, they're all just one big long season towards the end. And episode titles. Same oh, thing. Uh, I, I don't know any. I, like, I, don't, I can't do a full season of Supernatural episode titles past season six after that like I know the titles of certain episodes, but at this time it's like fifteen oh one, fifteen oh four, thirteen oh two. Like I
0: just yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I'm I like... used to back back in the first few seasons, if I couldn't sleep at night, I would sit there and name the episodes in order, starting with episode one. And but now <laughs> Yeah, Uh, no, can't do that anymore. Yeah. (laughs) 300 and something episodes? Uh, No. Uh, Yeah, can't do it. So
1: they've spent a ton of time saying one brother's got to kill the other, one brother's got to kill the other. That's Chuck's narrative, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that because they've mentioned it so much, and even Lilith mentioned, you know, it's, it's uh, um, Chuck wanted them to see it, to see that werewolf, bro- werewolf brothers kill each other and that's his thing. Do you think it's mentioned so much that it's just a red herring for the actual ending? Is it just that well, we're supposed to think, or we're supposed to hear it so much, we're desensitized to it and... That might be the way it's supposedly going to go. And, well, remember back but, you in the know, day, one brother's not going to live without the other. Sorry. Back
0: in the day, back, you know, in the first five, six seasons, whatever, it, the show, we even talked about it on the podcast back then. The show is all, always this is what we're going to do, and then we do it. You know, at the, mm-hmm. begin, you know, the beginning of the season, right. you know, okay, Dean's going to die and go to hell. At the end of the season, Dean dies and goes to hell. You know, it's always, you know, back to the Mm -hmm. first two seasons. That's what they did. They told you what they were going to do, and then they did it. So if if they're going back to that, you know, kind of um, storytelling, uh, I I, I would be impressed that they're actually going back to the way they used to tell the story. But I don't think
1: they are. Do you oh, think the no, God storyline is as... going to finish in the midseason? Because we talked about that also last week or the week before. Like usually, this you know the storyline, the big bad wraps up halfway through, and then we get a completely different story arc and big bad for the last part of the season, and which would be the season ending. But or is God going to be the big bad for the entire season?
0: I think I, he's bad for the entire season, my personal theory. I, I, you usually can. the right
1: one, so. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> not necessarily. Um, because I can't, you know, the, as much as we joke that, like, I'm never wrong, when I'm not wrong, it's based on, like, some kind of, like, thing that was like presented like Lilith, like, you gave me Lilith, I'm telling you Lilith, so I wasn't wrong, but you gave me Lilith, Andrew. I didn't make this huge, like, dramatic leap and, and land on my feet for it. But uh, my thing is, I'd be very surprised if they can maintain this storyline for the next 15 episodes. I'd be shocked if they can Especially with the gun being melted and everything, like, I, I just can't, you know, like, like with, with Michael, like, they couldn't maintain it for a whole season, whether they're in, uh, and the way they wrapped it up was, I mean, let's be real, it was lame, and I think that's the problem, so I'd be really shocked if they can maintain and wrap up the same thing that they started you know the end of last season, especially when fourteen twenty was such a flip. Like it just fourteen twenty came out of nowhere. It really did. So I'd be surprised, but I also think like, well, then what is your big bad? Where do you go after God to wrap up a series when you know you don't have anything coming after? Where do you go?
0: Yeah, so. it's it's like when on Buffy. Yeah, season five, Hell God was Glory, she was the big bad and then season six who was the big big bad
1: three nerds. So Yep. Yeah, so I mean so. uh We'll see, but no, and I, I you know it's like i i it's so convoluted, I'd give and if they were a different set of writers and those writers like love them a good anvil, we you know so maybe they are just that obvious, this is where things are gonna go. I don't know but even the even for that them with me- anvils and obvious this is pretty obvious.
0: What makes me think that they're going to go through with it is how much we know Jensen hated. He didn't you know, say for, he hated he, it.
1: Well, uh, he didn't yeah. like it. No, what he said is he had trouble digesting it and had trouble understanding it. He never said he hated it. He didn't say he didn't like it. He just said he couldn't handle it. Yeah. I I took so, it to where he
0: didn't like it. So yeah, you know, and I don't didn't think, like it all. I lot. don't
1: think he liked it, but I don't think that necessarily means like to me, I feel like uh I feel like like again, I feel like for me, if both brothers die, I'm okay with that. I don't think Jensen's okay with that. He might not I don't think he will like that. Jensen's always been a they drive off into the sunset they get a cabin in the woods together like that jensen is jensen is all for the oh yeah got work to do or we retire together he's ending. absolutely for so, both brothers surviving you can tell from the way he talks Well, so, you know nobody ever really dies and he's talking about the yeah. reboot so and i, I think jared is much there. more okay with everybody dying and Ger- jared is jared has always been of the of the idea that if the brothers don't die then they're still fighting and then we don't see them fight so it doesn't make sense to him
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I can see where like Jared and I would agree on that and be like, well, okay, and then he'd be like, no, 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 no. But if we die, then it's over. And you know, I, I think he would have a harder time coming to terms with that. Mm-hmm. And I see where he, where he does say, like, where he says that Cripsey told him, like, you're too close to this. I could see where the death of Dean Winchester, and also of Sam, who is all Dean cares about would be very hard for gentle to take to, to take in to absorb and and it to whatever happens and it's it talked it about to happen, wanting to of do course it. to both sam and dean it can't be one lives and one dies that would will not go that will not because you know if one's alive I'm they're bringing the other one back.
0: that's how i'm afraid it's going to go i personally think one of them's going to die and then, and the last one's left to alone, and that would be a horrible ending. I'd rather both of them to go together than just one. I yeah,
1: whatever happens, yeah, got to be together, no matter what. And I although I, I don't honest, like the idea think... of both of them dying. No, but I think like if you give an ending. Whereas the both brothers die or Sam dies and didn't live, I think those would be very hard for Jensen. I think them living is what he wanted, and I think that's where he was like, wait a second, no. So I don't think that it's one or the other, but I do think that they die.
0: And, you know, which the only thing that makes me think there's a possibility that they won't is, you know, they talk about maybe doing movies after the show ends. And, you know, I could even totally that if they see die, happening. they can come back and do movies. They, exactly.
1: Even if they die, they t- nobody really dies it's, on Supernatural. They could bring them right. back somehow. So, yeah, exactly. I, I could it's, see it. It's Supernatural. They could bring them back. So it could mm-hmm. totally happen. But I think that for, mm-hmm. like, for, for, for Jensen, or for us even, because the show is ending, and there's no guarantee of a revival. Like, we can say it, and they like, shit happens, and we may not get to do a revival. As much as Denson is saying, like, you know, you know we never die, and we'll come back, and yada, yada, yada. I think them dying is a weird finality for him. That even though, like, intellectually he would know that, like, there's no problem resurrecting them for a revival in some way. I think that makes it feel so much more of a closed door for him. And I think, like, when something's been a part of your life for that long and you wanted a different kind of thing, I don't think that it would fit well. That said, I think if it was an ending, like, where one lives and one doesn't, we already know that Jensen has a severe issue with that to the point of nightmare, or, like, actual, literal, he has nightmare about it. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that he would be much more vehemently and openly saying that he – doesn't like it that he hates it That is upsetting to him I think he would push that harder because it's already been up yeah. in his for a long time and I don't think like you said that Jared wasn't like more receptive I don't think that Jared would be receptive to an ending like that either so I do think that yeah. based on that based on all that I do think that it's more that the brothers just both die and I don't think that that's easy for, for Jensen to take yeah, it's not going to be easy for me to take. No, I mean No, of not. Oh. I mean, even if they live, even if have they a have 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 hope live, that's easy for us to take. All right. That said, we only have three minutes left live. So, any housekeeping? Oops. Uh, uh, any announcements? Uh, News. Ratings are steady. Yeah. I think. Aren't they about the same? Mhm. Yeah. Any other? Any other news?
0: We'll be back I next week think of a thing. for another. Yeah.
1: We'll be back next week for um, the next episode. We'll have a podcast, but we will be taking a break for uh, American, uh, United States Thanksgiving holiday is November twenty eighth, and there will not be a new episode that day. But it will be back on December fifth. So, um,
0: and I won't. I won't be joining you Friday, so have fun without me. Uh, I'll be. We'll miss you. Going to a convention, but wait, I'll be with you. be
1: fun. You're gonna have fun. <laughs> hmm? What
0: wait,
1: what weekend are we talking about?
0: This coming one, a week from today.
1: Oh, okay, remember mind. Twenty second. Twenty. Seconds. Okay. All the Following right. week is Thanksgiving. No, a new episode and back on the December 5th episode. Um, I guess that's it. We are all done. I think so. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.